0: Hello and welcome to the first episode of Grace Face. Oh, I'm really nervous! I really hope you enjoyed the trailer I released last week. It was shite. I don't know what I'm doing. still don't know what I'm doing but it will get better, so this week is going to be about me, I'm going to take you right back to the start and I'm going to explain a bit about my life, uh, my upbringing, what my mates were like, what I did when I was younger and I'm just going to try and create a general overview of the type of kid that I was so sit back, get yourself a cuppa, I've got a gin and tonic, violet gin, bloody beautiful put your feet up and stick your headphones in, and just chill out and listen to my voice because <laughs> apparently it makes people fall asleep and makes it, it makes people feel really relaxed so let's go <laughs> where do we begin so i was born in a little town called bootle bootle is somewhere in liverpool i think it's north of liverpool in a little hospital called for Zachley hospital if you're from Liverpool, you'll know that the majority of people who were born round about 1995, 1990 to 1995, were probably born in Fazakerley Hospital. I have not met a lot of people from Liverpool in my area where I was brought up who weren't born in that hospital. Anyway, can't really say much about the hospital because I've just come fresh out the womb, don't really know what it was like, <laughs> but as far as I'm aware, everyone was born in Fazakli Hospital, so after being born, <laughs> I don't remember anything, until obviously, until I was about, oh, my earliest, earliest memory would be living in uh, Bryce Lane, so there's a little small place, because obviously not everyone who listens is going to be from Liverpool, there's a little small place called Bryce Lane, and that's where I initially got brought up, I think. Actually, no, that's wrong. I didn't. That was yeah. See, my memory's like fucking sieve. This is going to be so hard because a, I'm having a drink. B, I've got a memory like a sieve. And three, oh, that, see what I mean? What am I up to? C, I'm shitting me pants doing this. So let's start that bit again. Um, so I was actually brought up first in. Oh, what was the boat called? Bike near near Christchurch Primary School, somewhere there, it's not far from Hawthorne Road. If you're from Bootle, you know you know. You just know. Everyone knows about the Hawthorne Road, Jesus Christ. But anyway, brought up, I had a really good childhood actually, um, from the age of from what I remember, from the age of three till about eight, I think I lived down those ways before moving to Rice Lane. I went to nursery in Christchurch. I think I stayed in Christchurch for like year one, year two, and then moved to Rice Lane afterwards. Um yeah, it was a, it was a great little childhood living living there. I don't really remember much, but what I do remember actually, the only memory I've got of living in that house is actually something that was brought up on my Instagram of the day I asked a lot um, on my Instagram, my main private Instagram, to ask some pe- people to ask some questions. And one of the questions that came through was from my auntie, and she said, "Was it true that you cut through a uh, lamp whilst it was on and nearly got electrocuted?" <laughs> yeah that was true and that's the only memory i've got from that house i did not even know if it was the house it might have been the house in rice lane but either way i never got electrocuted because obviously i was thick as pig shit as a kid i was brought up by horse up the down hawthorne Road ways moved to rice lane and then moved back up towards hawthorne road and this is where my most vivid memories lie i grew up in a road called Bedford road one of the longest streets i remember being a kid and thinking this the street is so long one of the longest streets i remember being in bootle um, that was an interesting upbringing. It was a lot of... There was a lot of... Not violence, but we were just a bunch of little shits. Basically, I weren't that bad. But a lot of my mates would, like, go to the corner shop and, like, rob stuff from that. But, <laughs> again, it was, it was, like, a brilliant childhood. I can't really fault it because it's made me who I am today. So we'd go to, like, the park and, like... I don't know. We'd just, like, be little shits and just climb on stuff and just... I have arguments, and when it snows, I have snow fights, or accidentally put stones in the snowballs, stuff like that. We were little bastards growing up. So Bedford Road, it was good. I went through the whole of primary school and Bedford Primary School whilst living in Bedford Road. And then I think round about year seven, I moved to um, another area in Liverpool called Netherton. That wasn't that great, to be honest. Uh, Didn't have very good memories of that area, just because I was away from all my friends and I was just starting high school. And then after I moved from, Netherlands, and by the way, you'll come to realise I've moved a lot. We were like, I can't even say it because I don't want to offend anyone, but we travelled and moved around a lot. Where do we live first? When I was born, I lived, I think it was Middlesex Road. Middlesex road, if you again, if you're from Bootle, you'll know that road. I uh, lived there, then moved around the corner of the street a bit, then moved then moved to Rice Lane, yeah, and then moved back to Bootle, off four-form road where I met a lot of me good mates too. Some of them I still speak to today actually, but those are the friends that I stuck with and went through high school with until I left and moved to Wales. So I absolutely loved living in Liverpool and and when I was around the age of 13... I mum said we pack packing our shit and we're going, we're going to live in Wales and I was absolutely heartbroken and if you listen to this and you know me you'll remember I it was like one of the worst times in my life the amount of times I used to run away from my mum when she'd be coming to pick me up from Wales because I've been staying in a mate's over the weekend just because I didn't want to go to Wales I absolutely hated it as a kid but to be honest I'm quite glad that I did move in the end because I met such lovely people and the girls I am mates with now, they're literally like my sisters. They're like my life, I love them. And if I wouldn't have moved to Wales, I would never have met them. And I just love them. But yeah, anyway, that was, that was going too far forward. Then about me moving to Wales. So back to Liverpool. The most vivid memories I've got of being in Liverpool and living there. are literally, I lived, where was it? buy bootle baths again if you're from bootle you'll know where that is i live by there and all we used to do really is get a fiver off my mum she'd leave me like a fiver for the weekend which back in that day was a lot of money get two bottles of lamborini and get pissed in the canal we used to call it the kinney kinney was it the kinney i think it was the kinney but we used to just get pissed and just like smoke ciggies and it was just so funny Most hilarious times in my life this the most stupid shit that we used to do Used to never want to go home, so we'd just tell all of like, each other's mums, oh, "I'm staying in such and such. I'm staying in such and such," and we'd be in the middle of the bloody field, like the back of Bedford Road Primary School, just sleeping on the floor. Like I remember one time we were there pretending to like sleep and stuff because there was a helicopter out, and we we honestly thought this helicopter had been sent by like our mum and dad and that to come and get us back home <laughs> one of the most weirdest things I've ever done as a kid but you know what like it was just so funny or we used to um, ask like people to go in the shop for us and we'd all pitch in like a quid each and get a tiny bottle of vodka and like take shots and just have a little bit of it with like carton drinks that was just, was just absolutely hysterical or the best times were we used to drink like two three litre bottles of White Storm, Red Zeppelin White Star I mean, why charge or something, something charge, and um, we used to get absolutely shit-faced, and then I'd have to go home to my mum and just pretend I was dead sober, and be like, yeah mum, I'm fine, she'd be like, have you been drinking? I'd be like, I had one WKD mum, <laughs> she'd be there like, you're fucking lying to you, me, aren't you? <laughs> they were probably the best times I've ever had them, but it was after those sort of phases, I think that was like my early teens, that, mum met someone, um, she really liked him and decided that she wanted to give it a go living in Wales and obviously she dragged me along with her because I couldn't have left, she couldn't have left me on my own. So yeah, for, for a short while I, I was so angry. I absolutely hated it, used to run away, used to hide, never used to want to go home in case she was there, wanting like me to pack my bags to go. And then I eventually like did move and used to visit Liverpool like every other weekend just to see your mates and I'd stay in like someone's house over the weekend just so I could be there and spend time in mates because I didn't want to miss out but eventually I started realizing that do you know what like I need to start focusing because I, I didn't really like white like, I just did not like Wales I don't know why when I was in sixth form I loved him it was fine because I had decent mates but when I, when I was in like year nine 10 and 11 it just wasn't a nice place to be and it was literally just because of the fact that I was from Liverpool the amount of people who used to take the piss out of me which they probably, they're only being, like, like funny. They weren't actually being horrible. Like, I never got bullied or anything there. But the amount of people that used to, like, imitate what I was saying, and I just get to the point where it's, like, shut the fuck up, otherwise I'm going to smack you on the gob. But obviously I couldn't say that because I was in school. Although there were a few times where people would, like, pipe up to me and say something, and I'd just be, like, shut the fuck up. But that was, that was only when, like, I was proper angry and proper pissed off. But moving to Wales was actually really good for me because it made me realise that I did not want to live there. I, as soon as I was there, my plan was to get out. But then, when I was about 16, I met Todd. Um, yeah, he was a little freak. He sat behind me in assembly once, and he was like, oh, great, he's, like, whispering stuff behind me back, a little weirdo. I know his mum's going to listen to this as well, so it's so funny. And he'd just, like, uh, whispered my name and, like, poke me and stuff. And I remember we got put together in the same form, and he was just there sitting next to me, just smiling at me. Bless him, he was so cute. He was a little flirt. And then it got really serious quite quick, actually, for how young we were. We ended up, like, staying in each other's houses and stuff. And then as soon as we hit A-levels, Todd went to college, I went to sixth form. And we obviously got the stuff that we needed to go to university. And then we went to university. That was an experience in itself. And I'll probably do a podcast focusing just on some of my favourite times in university because, I've, honestly, if, if you're ever thinking about going to university or you've got sisters or anyone, make sure they go. It's just not even for the education, just for the experience and being able to live alone and meet new people, meet people like the types of people you've never even been around before. Like, the university opened my eyes so much to, like, different cultures, different religions, and I'm so thankful that I went and got to meet some amazing people. And to this day, I still speak to a lot, a lot of them now. But I just, I'm just so glad I went. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. I'm supposed to be talking about my bloody background and I'm talking about university. That, that I haven't really got much more to say about my childhood. Like, all I remember is that it was a decent childhood. I played outside a lot. Uh, I played football with the lads. I was a bit more of a tomboy at first. And then I didn't grow, like, grow into a like, more girly girl until I was about 15 and I started wearing makeup and stuff and dresses but before then i was happy as pig and shit like playing football climbing trees collecting wings and stuff that's probably one of the reasons why no one ever really fancied me as a kid i had like fat hairs they had ginger hair everyone used to take the piss out of me it was just proper (laughs) sly, but i had a smashing personality so it's your loss, huns anyway so moving on um talking about school and stuff like that and like how I never got bullied, but so did get bullied. After university, I'm going to skip the big parts and then I'm going to focus on them on their own in a podcast because they're too good to miss. But after university, I moved back to Wales, got myself a job as a, what was it, a sales administrator. It was probably the most boring job I've ever had to date in my entire life. I'd rather clean arses or dance on the street naked for money than sit in an office and do nothing all day and get paid for it. It's just the way my brain works unfortunately. It was one of the worst things ever. It was so devaluing because I just never had anything to do and I just felt like no one really cared about the fact that I had nothing to do. So I absolutely hated it. So I lasted nine months after university living back with my mum and a boyfriend and then that turned towards realised how shitty I was feeling about the job and the whole situation, how much I was missing him, because we stayed together throughout the whole thing, we used to commute used to see each other every fortnight, and he'd come and see me all the way from, where did he live? Wolverhampton, at this point he lived in Wolverhampton, he'd travel from there all the way to North Wales and Clanton now every, every other week just to see me for the weekend bless him and it got to the point where you could really see that I hated the job, I hated living there. I love my mates, but whilst I was working Monday to Friday, most of them worked in retail. So they were usually working on the weekends. So I didn't really have many people to go out with on the weekends. I still did. They used to bloody leave work, get ready, get absolutely hammered on a night out, go to Broadway and then go into work the next day. And I'd be there like, how do you do that? I'm like the type of person who doesn't drink on a school night. I can't handle a drink on a school night. I have one sip of a drink and then I'm hungover the next day. So fair use of them. I don't know how they manage to get so hammered and then go into work the next day. But yeah, I just got to the point where I was like, right, I need to choose, like, am I gonna fully commit myself to Todd? And am I gonna go and move in with him and start my life there? Or am I just gonna call it all off and stay here? Because they were just, I couldn't have that separation for much longer. It was starting to really get on my nerves, not being able to see Todd all the time. So I said that all right, I'll move in with you then. And I did. Handed me notice in, moved to the Midlands, rugby, where I am now. In a little two-bedroom flat. I say two-bedroom, it was like one and a half. And then yeah, I stayed there until we moved into the house that we're in now, February last year, maybe. Can't remember. I think it was February. I remember packing up the house on Valentine's Day, so it must have been February. And that's where I'm at now. Obviously, uh, I moved there, didn't have a job, didn't know any anyone, didn't have any friends at all. And it's probably one of the hardest things I've ever been through, probably the second hardest, actually. Not knowing anyone, not having a job, not having any motivation to do absolutely anything. Feeling so depressed, not wanting to go anywhere because you're scared. It was horrible. And a lot of people kept saying to me all the time, you're not happy there, you need to come home, you need to come home. But I was so adamant to stay and to make it work because I just didn't wanna stay in that little town. I wanted to like spread my wings and play. <laughs> so that's what I did. I just literally got my head down, knuckled down, found, me, uh, found myself a really good job. At first it started out being me just scanning some uh, papers into a system. And they moved me onto the invoice team. And they put me in the commercial team and now I'm training to be a quantity surveyor and that's within two years. So I'm, I'm so lucky to be able to have that opportunity. That's such like, a, that's so quick. Most people take years to be able to build themselves up to that point. But yeah, in the last two years I've managed to do that somehow. But I'm really grateful that I moved because it's made me so much more confident. I can do anything. I never used to be able to go in the shop by myself. Now I haven't really got many mates yet. I've got, let's say I've got, Two friends here who I'm really close with. Um, one of them actually is from Wales, and she's fucked off back to Wales. Fuck you, Laura. Hope you listen to this, you little cow. Get your ass back here. Got no one to drink with. And then I've got one of my closest mates, who I absolutely adore, and that's Jen. And fingers crossed. Um, she's in shielding right now because of the lockdown. But as soon as this lockdown ends, and she's allowed to um, mingle or she's allowed to join our bubble, because we've not got anyone in our bubble. I'm hoping she can come over and record the podcast with me because she is absolutely hysterical and just she's just so funny she doesn't realize how funny she is she's one of the most lovely people I've ever met in my entire life and I'll speak about how I met her when we do a podcast together because she's just an angel love you Jenny I hope you're listening but yeah that's where I'm at now from a young age up until here but I was going to delve in each part of my childhood and say loads of stuff but thinking about it it was just it was a good childhood we didn't have a lot of stuff we didn't have all designer stuff and we weren't rich but we weren't like bad scruffs I mean sometimes we were because I was a little meth altogether yeah I'd to go out and like clothes I'd on for like three days and sometimes we had no food but like in Liverpool near the area that we were brought up it was normal, and we all just helped each other out. Like I'd go and have tea at someone's house, or someone would come and have tea at my house, and I'd buy them some chips from the chippy, and they'd buy me some chips from the chippy. It's the best thing about growing up there is the fact that everyone was so loving, even though you get people who are souls And uh, there's like there's obviously a lot there's a lot of crime there and stuff. Now it's still not that bad. That sense of community that you get. There, I've never seen it anywhere else. And that's why I absolutely love Liverpool because everyone's just so lovely, apart from the little shitheads who usually aren't even from Liverpool. But the community spirit, like, people would help you and just, like, lend you money or buy you something if you were short in the shops are just absolutely lovely. And I miss that all the time because you just, you don't really get that in the Midlands. You get the odd people saying, like, morning, like, when you go out for a walk but other than that that's it no one really is no one's interested no one really wants to talk to you which is quite sad because in Liverpool it's just not like that you could go anywhere and just get to know anyone and the next thing you know you go on a night out with them and be your best mate that's why I loved it so much and I hope one day I can move closer to home because that will always be me home over at North Wales I just love North Wales as well I absolutely loved living there towards like I'd say towards the end, I really started to appreciate living there. Not the job so much, but the surroundings and like the fact that I lived right on the beach and the views were just breathtaking. I miss that aspect. But nothing will ever come close to me living in Liverpool because I just get this feeling every time I go there that it's home and that one day I will go back. Um, I'm hoping me and Todd and Miko, me cat. Don't know if I've introduced him. I think I introduced him on the trailer, but me, cat. I'm hoping one day we can go back and live a lot closer. Maybe not so much Liverpool, because Todd's job's a bit weird. He can only really get work in the Midlands, so he says anyway, or further down south. But I'm hoping we can go further up north so I can be closer to all my mates and all my family and even the people in North Wales, like my best friends and stuff. It'd be nice for me to be only like an hour away rather than four that's how long it currently takes me now to get there so yeah that's where I'm at now and I'm going to bring this podcast to an end but I'd just like to mention the fact that this has gone over five minutes I know for a fact it has but I knew this would happen I knew I'd say five minutes and then that would never be the case but it's fine because I've got a Todd's sister's boyfriend Mr Connor big up Mr Connor he's kindly going through this for me editing out bits for me and chopping in bits up and making it sound profesh so shout out to Connor he's an absolute legend Um he does live shows on Facebook every Saturday night uh, and sings he's brilliant he's really he's really good musician he's sick of all the editing he's even that good that's on some weeks he's sung in the pub like it looks like he's in the pub but it's a green screen the lad's got a green screen how sick's that? Connor if you can stick something on here and say This is my name. This is my name. No, in all fairness, this is starting to sound like a shameless advertisement, this. But yeah, my name's Connor Farrell. And uh, you can find me on YouTube, Facebook, Connor Farrell Music. I've been doing, uh, hopefully doing, all the editing for Grace for a podcast. And uh, we've loved listening to this one. That's what it's about, you know. Uh, We've really enjoyed listening to the stories and seeing how it rolls out and how it goes on. Give them a follow because... His music's brilliant and uh, he plays some crack and stuff, so you can sit there with your glass of vino or your gin and tonic or your cup of tea or your water or your milk or wherever you're drinking and just have a little uh, sing-along with him every Saturday night in lockdown. It's really cheered me up, so nice one, Connor. Anyway, that's it for this week. And next week, I'm gonna think of something new to talk about. I don't really plan these things. I don't really want to edit them too much. I want them to be quite raw because, as I said in the trailer, I want to be able to identify whether or not my personality is changing each week to see if the the methods of positivity that I'm implementing to my life are having an overall effect on me. Which it might sound stupid to you. You might just be here to listen to all my bullshit stories, but this is why I'm releasing the podcast and I will talk more about that in another podcast about the books, the podcasts, the diets, the food and everything that I'm trying to implement into my daily lifestyle to become a better person but that's for another time and that's not very interesting right now. So thanks again for listening and I'll speak to you all soon. Bye!